out of all the lists that I do every off season, this one is always the most difficult and always makes the most people mad. Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcast, the podcast where you don't have to be back to But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Lispy Mad Grassi. And today we have made it to the end of the player position listicles. And we are ending with a doozy. And that is trying. And I emphasize trying to rank the top 10 wide receivers heading into the 2022 NFL season. Now, a lot of caveats here. One, a reminder. Uh, this is not who I think is going to have the best season in 2022, because then this list would look completely and totally different. We'll eventually debate that on GPS with Brandon Perna. So that's number one. Number two, this list was incredibly difficult. My honorable mentions, I think any of the guys that I'm going to mention could be in the top 10. I'm going to explain the criteria as to why I think that certain players were able to make the top 10. Because again, this list was incredibly difficult to make because you have to take a look at, okay, this person was super duper productive, but how long have they been productive? Have they been consistent? How important are they to the team? What kind of quarterback is throwing to them, etc.? So... With that being said, I understand it's going to ruffle some feathers, but it's okay. We'll get through it together. I'll start with my honorable mentions who did not make this list, which is already going to be a problem. That's DK Metcalf, Hunter Renfro, Debo Samuel, Jamar Chase. Uh, Jamar, uh, let me stop right there. Jamar Chase didn't make this list. And I again, I think he's in the top five of wide receivers that's going to have an amazing 2022 season. The only reason Jamar Chase is not on this list is simply because he's only done it for one year. Because these other guys, they've had two at least great seasons. The same thing with Debo Samuel. Yes, he's been in the league longer and he's had good seasons before, but he had a breakout year last year. Like you look at Cooper Cup, for example, who was on this list. Yes, he had the most amazing season last year, but he's also been really great consistently throughout his career. So Jamar Chase, you're going to be amazing. I appreciate you, but you didn't make this top 10. Chris Godwin is not on the list. Tyler Lockett, Adam Thielen, any one of those guys, I think you can make an argument to be in the top 10, but they aren't. So, sorry. So starting off with number 10, you got Scary Terry himself, Terry McLaurin, playing for the Washington Commanders, which, folks, plays on the Commanders. Like, he already deserves some slack here. But the reason I'm putting him on the list is because he's a relatively new guy as well, only three years, but has had back-to-back 1,000-yard season, has had nine touchdowns, an average of 62.2% catch rating, one of the most surefire hands in the league, And the reason why I have him in the top 10 is because regardless of who his quarterback is, he still finds a way to be excellent. It doesn't matter if it's Taylor Heineke throwing to him. It doesn't matter if it's Fitzpatrick throwing him for three seconds. It doesn't matter who's throwing the ball. 
he's going to be good. I think he's going to be good under Carson Wentz. I think that Terry McLaurin is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. Hell, when he was going through the contract disputes with Washington, I was praying that he got traded to the Green Bay Packers because I really think he's a phenomenal player. And for him, unlike some of the other guys on this list, he hasn't really had consistent QB play and he's definitely not had elite QB play. And the fact that he's still able to put up the numbers that he does, I think that warrants a top 10 spot. Number nine, you got Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's always on my top 10 because he's another guy I feel like is grossly underrated in the league. From 2017 to 2021, he had over a thousand yards in every single season, except in 2020, he missed it by a total of eight yards. This guy is a stud. He's a great route runner. He is athletic. He's pretty physical when he needs to be. And in an offense that has a lot of weapons like Austin Eckler, like Mike Williams, he puts up great numbers. He did it with Philip Rivers. He's doing it now with Justin Herbert. And yes, I think you can say he's had really good QB play, but I just think the longevity of Keenan Allen and the fact that he's able to put up these kind of numbers year after year after year, regardless of the weapons, regardless of the scheme, regardless of the coaching, I think that's a testament to how good of a player he is. And so because of that, yeah, he's my number nine guy. Number eight, another guy who's only been playing for three seasons, but that is Mr. A.J. Brown. Recently traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. Another guy who I think would have had over a 1,000 yards last season if it wasn't for injury. But this guy, why I have him on the list is he's a true game changer. He's a deep threat. He's got good hands. Had 869 yards and five touchdowns in 13 games last season. Again, I think it would have been back-to-back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons if he didn't get injured. And you could see when he was not on the field for the Titans, they definitely struggled. The biggest thing here is this guy is only 24 years old. Now, he is going to play with Jalen Hurts, but then again, he's playing with Ryan Tannehill. So Tannehill, I think, is an underrated QB, is not really known for being one of the best arms or most explosive guys in the NFL. So I'm curious to see what he does with Philadelphia. But yeah, A.J. Brown's a damn good football player. Number seven, you got Buccaneers wide receiver Mike Evans. Guy's been in the league since 2014. Since then, over a thousand yards every single season he has played. That's consistency, baby. Doesn't matter if it's Jameis Winston. Doesn't matter if it's Tom Brady. 27 touchdowns in the last two seasons. Such a deep threat. Pretty good route runner, but his hands are phenomenal. Always a red zone threat. And again, I speak to his testament of he's able to play with a guy like Jameis Winston, who we know had his struggles, but had a great deep ball. Mike Evans just feasts on defenses. And I think that he's a phenomenal player. Even when you have guys like Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin on the team, he's still able to put up these numbers. So Mike Evans, another guy I think is constantly underrated out of my top five, but definitely deservingly in the top 10. Number six. You got Justin Jefferson. Again, not a prediction on how they're going to do in the 2022 season, but he is the guy I have on this list with the least amount of experience. But in just two seasons, he has proven, especially with Kirk Cousins as uh, your quarterback, that he is one of the best wide receivers in the league. I almost put him there at number five, but 
In two years, this guy has put up insane numbers. He's put over 3,000 yards in two seasons, 17 touchdowns, 10 of which came last season. He's on a team with Dalvin Cook, who's a great running back. He's on a team with Adam Thielen, who could arguably be in the top 10 here. He's consistent. And again, Kirk Cousins is his QB, and he had Mike Zimmer, who was a run-first defensive guy. Justin Jefferson has torched many secondaries, I know, because the Packers are one of them. And if he is anywhere as good as he has been in the past two seasons, yeah, he's going to be in my top five next year because it doesn't look like anything is going to be slowing him down. Number five, I got DeAndre Hopkins. This was the most difficult part for me about where to put DeAndre Hopkins. He was injured last year. Of course, he's going to miss the first six games of next season due to a suspension. But again, it's not a prediction. It's just overall where they are. DeAndre Hopkins is still one of the best best wide receivers in the NFL when he's on the field. 2017 to 2020, all over 1,100 yards. He's a great possession receiver, and he's been able to carry that production over to Arizona. He was great on a really bad Houston Texans team. Yes, he had Deshaun Watson, who was a great quarterback, but considering they really didn't have a whole lot of other weapons, DeAndre Hopkins was that guy. He's still the number one wide receiver in Arizona, and they will be a much better team when he is on the field. Number four, you got Stefan Diggs. Over a thousand yards each season since 2018. Obviously was good, borderline great on the Minnesota Vikings. Has been phenomenal in Buffalo. Over a thousand yards last season. Had 10 touchdowns as well. He is the definition of a true number one wide receiver. And in Buffalo where there's a little bit of a lack of receiving weapons. You had Cole Beasley. You have Gabe Davis who definitely came along last season. But Stephon Diggs is the guy who runs the show. He's one of the reasons why Josh Allen is able to be so successful because screw it, Stephon Diggs is down there somewhere. Stephon Diggs got a lucrative contract with the Buffalo Bills. They traded a lot to get him and it was 100% worth it. And he is a difference maker on any team. Number three, you got Tyreek Hill. Back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons, had nine touchdowns last year. He is the definition of the NFL's deep threat. The speed that he has, he blows past secondaries. He can take, even if it's not a deep threat, a short slant and take it to the house. That's what he mentioned with Tua, the accuracy. Now we'll see if he was blowing smoke a little bit about Tua, but I'll be very interested to see how he's going to pair with a guy like Waddle in Miami. I think that the Miami Dolphins are set up very, very nicely to be successful this season, all depending on Tua. And the best part is, is he's only 27 years old, so he's still in the prime of his career. Number two, you got the receiver who had the best season last year, and that is one Cooper Cup. Over 1,900 yards last year, almost 2,000, had 16 touchdowns, both of those numbers leading the league. Yards after catch? This guy is absolutely phenomenal. Another one who could just take things to the house was so explosive under Matthew Stafford. And the reason why he's all the way up at number two is because he was able to put up insane numbers even with Jared Goff. So considering, you know, how Jared Goff is... This is a pretty big accomplishment. Cooper Cup really unleashing this past season. And I really think just showing off to the rest of the NFL how damn good he is. And finally, number one, you got Devontae Adams. Yep, 
He's still my number one, even though he's not on the Green Bay Packers. Though if he sees this, maybe he'll want to come back to the Green Bay Packers. Devontae, please come back. Doesn't have the elite speed, but every single year, when every single defensive back and wide receiver is asked who's the best route runner, who's the best receiver, Devontae Adams is usually the answer. If you don't believe me, just ask Jalen Ramsey. But Devontae Adams has been absolutely phenomenal. Best route runner in the league. One, fantastic hands. Two, on top of that, 29 touchdowns in the past two seasons, and he missed games in both of those seasons. So the fact that he had 18 the year prior, and now he still had 11 this year with injuries, just shows how freaking fracking good he is. Back-to-back seasons of over 1,300 yards. I'll be very interested to see what kind of numbers he puts up with Carr, but considering they have the old roommate uh, connection and he used to work out with Carr every single offseason, I wouldn't doubt he's going to put up some production. He was obviously the number one wide receiver in Green Bay, and that was kind of my point here. Everybody knew Devontae Adams was getting the ball. They triple-covered him. They double-covered him and he still put up these kind of numbers. So until proven otherwise, I think Devontae Adams is the best wide receiver in the NFL, and I think that a lot of NFL players would agree. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about this list? Who would you put on this list? Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossCommit.com or TomGrossCommit, all social media you see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Music, Spotify, and of course YouTube. And a big shout out and thank you to all the patrons over at Patreon.com slash County and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go back, go.